Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 43 of the Early Parenting Podcast. Today, I'll be diving into one of the most widely asked questions that many of you will have either thought about or openly asked yourself. And that, my friends, is when will my baby sleep through the night? So let's dive in. Welcome to the Early Parenting Podcast, where we help you navigate the somewhat tricky world of parenthood so you can love the crap out of being a mama. I'm your host, Jen Butler, and I'm an early parenting consultant and a mama of two busy, busy boys. Join me as I explore all things early parenting and deliver them to you in toddler-friendly, bite-sized lessons. Because let's be honest, your toddler is probably smothering pseudo cream on the wall as we speak. I'll be dropping my hottest tips on baby and toddler sleep, feeding, boobs, behavior, and so much more. Are you ready to feel confident in motherhood? Let's dive in. This episode is brought to you by The Crying Baby Checklist, my brand new freebie, which takes you through the six most common reasons why your new baby will be crying. If you want to get an understanding of the most common reasons for why your baby's crying, what's going on with their development and why that crying's happening, and how to calm your crying baby, then make sure to download this freebie. You can download this freebie at jenbutler.mykajabi, which is K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash crying dash baby dash checklist. Make sure to grab your copy today. All right, on to the episode. All right, so I have no doubt in my mind that this question has popped into your head at one time or another. Am I right? There's no pretending that getting up overnight to feed or settle a baby or toddler isn't hard work, even if it's completely biologically normal. So today I'm going to shed some light on when you can expect your baby or toddler to sleep through the night. Now to start, it is normal and mostly required that babies feed throughout the night in the first six months of life as a minimum. The younger the baby, the more night feeds they need. By four months, most babies can manage on about two to three night feeds. And by six months, I'd expect that this would drop to around one to two night feeds. The general rule for sleeping through without waking for a feed or without the need to wake for a feed is that your baby has at least doubled their birth weight and that solids is well established, i.e. that your baby's having three meals a day, plus they're having about four to five milk feeds during the day. And this means that from a nutritional perspective, they should be able to go through the night without needing to have a feed for hunger. Now, here's the thing. Just because your baby can sleep through the night without needing a feed does not mean that they'll sleep through the night. So lots of people will say that your baby or toddler will sleep through when they're ready. And this is true. However, sometimes it's how we address the nighttime wakings that prolong this. Babies and toddlers can wake for so many reasons other than just hunger. But often we just assume that they've woken because of hunger and so we feed them knowing it's the easiest way to get them back to sleep as well. Now, feeding is a super powerful settling tool. It's also a very strong sleep association. 
And if feeding throughout the night to settle your baby doesn't bother you, then that is fantastic. It's such a great settling tool. If, however, you've come to a point where you realize that perhaps your baby or toddler is capable of sleeping through without needing to feed or even not needing as many feeds as what they're having, yet they are continuing to wake throughout the night, then what that means for you is that you need to do things differently. So if you're feeding for every single feed when they wake up and you want to change that, it means that you need to make some changes to how you settle your baby overnight. Now, I fed my two boys for about 10 months overnight, even though they didn't, I say in inverted commas, need a feed from about six or seven months. Now, for me, it didn't bother me getting up once a night, but by 10 months, I decided that it was time to wean from overnight feeds. I knew the boys were ready and I was ready. And so we stopped feeding and we resettled for that wake instead. Now, there's lots of reasons why babies and toddlers wake overnight. Things like if they're undertired, if they're overtired, if they're waking up hot or cold, perhaps they're sick, perhaps they've had immunizations, maybe they're going through a wonder week or having a big developmental change. Once your baby sleeps through the night, it doesn't mean that they're never going to wake overnight again. In fact, this week, Ted has been up two nights in a row and even Max wandered into our room for a couple of nights. Now, the big difference I want to emphasize is that the things that I just went through above, these should just be causing random wakes, not chronic every night sort of waking that you may be seeing. So the elusive sleeping through the night goes beyond just when they're ready to drop night feeds because this happens pretty early into the piece realistically. But here is the roundup answer for you. Your baby or toddler will sleep through the night more often than not when they're able to settle themselves between the six to eight sleep cycles they have overnight without always needing you to feed or resettle. I'm going to be doing an episode in a few weeks talking about what sleep cycles look like from four months of age on. So stay tuned for that one. But this is realistically the answer for you is it's when your baby is capable or toddler is capable of linking those cycles that they go through overnight without your need to assist them at every sleep cycle change. So I hope you found this useful. If you're thinking your baby or toddler could be consolidating more sleep overnight, but you don't know what the heck is stopping them, this is one of my areas of expertise. So if you want to talk closer with me, you can book in a one-on-one consult on my website, which is www.jenniferbutler.com.au. Anyway, I will catch you in the next episode. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the episode, Mama. I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to share the episode with a friend, with your mother's group, or tag me at Jen Butler Early Parenting on Instagram. The more that know about this podcast, the more people I can help. If you're looking for support that is personalized for your babe and tailored to your family's needs, then make sure to head on over to my website, www.jenniferbutler.com.au and check out how we can work together so you can move through motherhood with confidence. Catch you in the next episode, Mama.